Hey, 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 welcome to the Psalms of My Emotions podcast. I am your host, Rolinda, and I am here as your coach, your spiritual advisor, to guide you through your healing while dropping some spiritual wisdom Jesus nuggets. The Psalms of My Emotions comes from my testimony of overcoming emotional turmoil that ultimately led me to my purpose. And my prayers for this podcast is that it will lead you all that are listening to your purpose while gaining the tools in the podcast for your healing. Let us hop right into another episode and let the healing begin. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Friday. <laughs> it's not Monday. Um, you guys know the holidays is landing on a Monday. So I figure I would do this early just like I did Christmas. So welcome, 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 you guys. I'm just trying to get this together. So welcome. You guys know this is the last live emotion Monday for 2023. Hey, glad. <laughs> for 2023 this is the last live so that's why i was kind of like pushing everything a little earlier you know and not doing on mondays but welcome you guys um i don't know how long i'm gonna be on here but i just want to drop these last nuggets um from me for the year it might not no yeah this is gonna, probably gonna be last i don't think i'm gonna do a thought of the day or anything but I'm just so thankful to be on here tonight. Um, and of course, you know, you guys don't, uh, should know that I don't mind being transparent. So um, and this episode is going to be a little transparent. I really don't mind because if something is helping me grow and I'm growing from it or I don't think that God just speaks to me, you know, on some things, you know, some things he does, but you have to have discernment to know. <laughs> When to share things or when God is still processing you through things. But this is one that he wants me to share. Let me get the introduction out the way so we can jump right in. So again, welcome to Emotion Friday. (laughs) Um, uh, If this is your first time on this podcast, uh, there are different avenues that this podcast is available. It is on Facebook. You could just search um, for the Psalms of My Emotions podcast on Facebook and you'll find the group you can join. And then also I have a YouTube channel. Um, Again, same process, the Psalms of My Emotions podcast you should be able to find on YouTube. Subscribe, hit the notification bell because besides outside of Monday, you never know when I will be live. And then um, most of all, I am available on anywhere you listen to your podcast, your favorite podcast. It could be, you know, on um, Amazon Music, Google, Apple, you know, anywhere. Samsung, you know, Samsung has shown me a lot of love, right? <laughs> anywhere you listen to your podcast, you could uh, Pandora, anywhere. Search the Psalms of My Emotions podcast. And I'll pop up, right? You can listen when you're on trips, when you're on vacation, driving in the car. Because you guys know, like, or, or don't know, radio. I don't know what direction radio was going in, but podcast is it. And shameless plug, 
get ready for 2024 when I will be teaching, you know, and helping launch some of you to start your own podcast, right? Because our voices, if we're speaking for God, we're for God. God is, uh, it's going to be a different avenue that we, we are going to want to dive into, right? You know, I don't believe in just being just in one place, right? You know, God has other avenues for, to spread the gospel, to spread what he puts in us. So anyway, I'm going to stop babbling. (laughs) Um, I just want to thank my podcast listeners and thank you guys for tuning in live anytime that I'm on catching the replay, sharing, right? This whole entire year, it blows my mind. You know that I don't even have to get in a plane. I don't have to get an automobile, you know, and my voice goes across the water. It goes across the country, right? So I'm just so thankful for that, right? You know, technology is wonderful in that sense. (laughs) So we're going to go ahead and get started. You guys know the hashtag or should know the hashtag. Uh, It is let the healing begin. So we're going to go ahead and get started. Hidden gems, hidden gems. And I want to talk about this today because I believe, like I said, I don't believe it's just for myself. Um, I believe we're in a period that um, I really do believe like the blessing of God is going to overtake a lot of us. Um, It's going to spill over. It could be next year. It could be, you know, uh, coming into this new year that we're in, but I know it's close. But for some of us, you know, this year might have been a year where you felt like you um, were invisible. You know, you were hidden or like you were buried, you know, in some kind of way, like, you know, hey, I'm doing all of this. I'm, you know, working hard. I'm doing things behind the scenes. And God, it just seems like, you know, maybe things aren't going where uh, going where I want them to go or they're not going right or am I doing it right? And it's causing you to question, you know, yourself, question your effectiveness, right? Um, it's causing you to question whether you're doing the right assignment. It's, it's just, you know, you're just doubting yourself. You're questioning yourself. But what if I told you that you are a gem, right? You are a gem in the eyes of God and the best gems have to be buried for a while. They have to be hidden for a while for so many uh, reasons that is beyond our understanding, right? That's why God tells us, you know, to not lean into our own understanding, you know, acknowledge him and he will direct our path. And a lot of times we get stuck um, not understanding, you know, God's processes. Uh, God, (laughs) I hate to say, (laughs) you know, we don't uh, understand God's processes and us trying to figure out puts us in a place where we feel like we're forgotten or in a place where we feel like we're thrown away. Or like I said earlier, in a place that we're invisible, like God, nobody is seeing what I'm doing for you, right? My heart is in the right place. Nobody is seeing, you know, this is, and that's a trick of the enemy and what the the enemy plays on, right? Yep. Don't understand. The enemy plays on it, you know, because, you, like I said, you think about just something being hidden, something being buried, right? All you see is darkness. Uh, you see no direction. Um, you don't know where to go. And the more that you try to get yourself out, the further you're kind of burying yourself in or 
God may be bearing you in because he's like, ah, you got to get some more development, right? So anyway, um, you know, like I said, I just want to open up with that because, you know, like I said, I'm not afraid of being transparent. Um, God had, I was just feeling that way, you know, for a while, just about just being hidden and not in a, a perspective of wanting attention, right? Not a perspective of wanting attention because if people know me, I'm not an attention getter by no no instance, right? I'm not one that tries to grab attention, that does anything for attention. I, that's just not me. Um, but my heart posture is, you know, everything that I do is for God. And what I understand about God is that when he uses you, it's for an audience, right? It's for a demographic, it's for a people that he wants to heal, that he wants to deliver, right? So you're like, God, you know, I've done this and that. And, and, you know, it's not about a multitude. It's just that sometimes you'll get in your mind, like, am I doing things right? Am I doing it how I'm supposed to? Because it just seems like, and then it goes when God promises things to you or tells you where you're going to be at. I will say that a location of where you're going to be at as far as in the spirit, spiritually so. And you're like, you're telling me this guy, but I feel like I'm so far away from the destination that you you said, right? This is nothing that I came up with. This is something that you told me I was going to hit. You know, this target that I was going to hit, but I'm like, I seem so far away, right? So I just wanted to encourage you guys on this live that, you know, you're hidden for good reason. You're hidden for good reason. You're not lost. You're not uh, thrown in the corner somewhere. Um, you're more than likely not doing entirely anything wrong. It's just that it's the processing of God, right? So sometimes we feel, and, and you know, this is a, a place of discouragement, you know, being hidden, being um, in this developmental stage. It is de definitely a deep stage of discouragement, <laughs> You know, you question everything. You question, you know, everything that you do and constantly have to check your motives, right? You're like, am I doing this for the right reason? Lord, help me. <laughs> you know, like, am I doing something wrong? Did I, I mean, and like I said, the enemy will play on that. But anyways, you guys know I have some things to compare it to and to have comparison to it, right? So you guys know that there is a process for a gem that is valuable, right? And that's why, you know, gems aren't so plentiful. So if you are getting discouraged that you are hidden and you don't see anybody else going through the pattern that you're going through, it's because you're a rare gem. You're, you're rare, right? Gems don't just come in abundance like that because of the processing, because of what has to take place. And I'm, I'm going to walk you guys through, you know, the process of a valuable gem. Um, the most valuable gems come from crystallized minerals that have formed under heat and pressure, right? It comes, it, the minerals, wait, I'm going to read it again. The most valuable gems come from crystallized minerals that have formed under heat and pressure, right? So some of you might be feeling like, you're under immense pressure, right? The heat is on, it's hot, <laughs> right? I'm just under this, you know, like a, if you think about like a pressure machine, a pressure cooker, 
right? You want to get out of there. You don't want to stay in there. It's uncomfortable, right? And the thing is, you're experiencing this heat and pressure deep inside the earth, right? So you're hidden, going through all of this stuff. Nobody, everybody can't help you. Everybody doesn't even have access to help you. There are some things that God just won't allow people to help you with. It, it, it comes from deep inside. It comes from a deep um, place in God. It comes with a different perspective. Uh, you know, it just comes from that intimate place with God. You know, you know, you guys remember when I did that uh, live about, you know, um, Psalms 91 about, you know, being in the secret place of the most high. And I broke it down that it's just not God protecting you, but also God processing you while he's protecting you, right? And the thing that he does, he deals with things. So when you're in that deep place with God, that deep um, place with God, that I would say that intimate place with God, you know, it's so deep. Can't nobody help you, right? No, no human can help you. No human can speak. Um, you know, it's like they just don't have the right words. Uh, they don't have the right tools to pull you out. It's only God, right? Because God is putting you under this heat and this pressure, but it's for your good. It's so that when it's time for you to come out, right, you will be this rare jewel cut specifically how you're supposed to cut for the use of what he wants to do with you, right? It's a reason. You come out so precious, right? And the stone's value, a gem's value is determined by its quality and size. So the more that you are hidden, the more quality, the more expensive, the more precious you are, right? And the size, right? You get bigger. <laughs> you expand. The more that God, you allow God to hide you, the more you're not trying to fight that space right so you want to you want to be in that hidden place as long as you can right because god wants you to be this most valuable thing that comes out when it's time to come out he wants everybody to see you from near and far he wants to show you off he wants to show what he has been developing all along right but nobody wants to be just in that space because god deals with you in that space right <laughs> so when I was getting this together, the thing that came to me um, was 2 Corinthians 4 and 7. Um, but we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellence of the power may be of God and not, not of us, right? So when I think about that, of course, in context, um, the treasure in earthen vessels, we're earthen vessels. And the treasure is, you know, of course, God, you know, God's spirit. Uh, the gospel, right, that we carry within us. So to bring this and jumble this all together, I was just thinking about, you know, you got to think about why you're hidden. Why does God have you buried for a while? Maybe he's trying to make sure that the gospel that comes through the purpose that he has for you, right, it's going to be like you stand so strong on it. You know, he wants to make sure you're developed, like you're solid in that, that that gospel stays within you, that you don't compromise, right? That you're not changing your view, that you're not changing how God works because you're witnessing it yourself in that buried place, 
right? So, you know, we have treasures. There's treasured earthen vessels. And while we're hitting this, God is trying to develop that treasure, right? He's trying to deal with that heart. He's trying to deal with how you process things. He has to hide you. You're precious. Ooh, excuse me. You got the goods. I hope y'all didn't hear that. <laughs> You're precious. You got the goods. But guess what? It needs to be buried for a while. He wants to make sure that it's perfected, right? Because he wants to make sure that it will last, that it will stand the pressure when you are, when you, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, hey, I'm, I'm not embarrassed. <laughs> I'm like, what did I eat? I didn't eat. Okay, whatever. <laughs> um, Got off track. So, you know, we're buried because we have this treasure that he puts in us and it needs some cultivation. It's not going to be ready, right? Right when we want it ready. So you you will want God to take his time, right? And sometimes it could just seem like it's so long. <laughs> what are you doing, right? He sits here. <laughs> what are you doing, Right. But just know, like I said, you have to remind yourself that you're a gem, you're a jewel. And that's one thing that came into my mind. You know, when I was doing this, God was like, you have to remind yourself that you are a jewel and it takes time to develop you. Right. Anything that is just microwave and just popping up quick is not going to last. It's not deemed as something that should be handled with care right because of how fast you guys know about them the fake jewelry the fake diamonds the you know just things that just you can make and manufacture god wants to make sure that nothing can alter or modify right modify you change your spirit do you know uh shift you any kind of way sift you any kind of way he wants to make sure you solid literally solid as a rock right so then when I thought about that, it made me think of, you know, people that went through processes in the Bible, people that were anointed, appointed, and they were hidden. You guys probably know where I'm going to hint to, and it's David, right? King David and Saul, right? You know, Saul, he had to wait. Saul was trying to kill him, right? And David, you know, he knew he was going to be next in line to be king. He was already anointed to be king, set apart to be king, right? And look what all he had to go through. He had to still fight these wars and, you know, and um, I don't even think he's got to the point where he's just like, God, come on. <laughs> Why are you taking so long? He probably knew like, I, God, there's some development that you got to do with me because I know my heart is for you, but there is some development that you have to do with me, right? So um, that might have, been why he was able to just wait right let's see let's see somebody god has set a time of when he's going to reveal the work he's done in us but we got to allow him to process us we got to go through development right and that's the thing people don't understand you know like everyone wants a diamond you know well people that you know if you are if you are one that loves diamonds loves rubies you know you can't just just Pop, you know, if it's not there, just like, oh, I want a ruby, I want a diamond. You have to understand the process. And even the jewelry inspectors, right? 
know how to detect when one is valuable or, oh, this one been buried for a long time. You know, this one is, is, is perfect because they know how long it takes to prepare something like that. Right. And that's why it's more expensive. That's what makes it hard to, it's not it's so accessible to people. It's not touched by so many hands. Right. And it's less likely that it, it's, um, manipulated right? Any kind of way. So God is thinking like that with us, right? He puts us in these positions where, you know, I just want to make sure that when it's time for you to come out, people will respect it. People will know, people will, you know, know that this is truly from me, right? So despise not these beginnings, you know, but sometimes with our flesh, we grow so weary, you know, and and he tells us, you know, don't grow weary and well-doing, right? You're working on something. You know, God has a future. He knows the plans that he has for you and it's not to to cause you harm or anything. And I always say he specifically is specifically said that way and put like that because it's going to feel like he's doing something to you. It's going to feel like he's trying to, to hurt you. Right. But you have to remind yourself, you know, if you love God, you know, you're called, you know, all things are going to work together right? You know, you may not understand it. And that's one thing that I had to understand uh, a couple months ago. And there are just things that I just like don't agree with. And and I'm like, well, God, I'm gonna have to deal with my disagreement on things, right? I'm just gonna have to know that in whatever way that I can't see, it's gonna work out, right? It, it is. It's definitely comforting, right? And you guys see, I just like went scripture after scripture after scripture because God wants you. That's why it's so important to, to hide it in your heart, right? And what he says and the written scripture, right? You have to hide it in your heart so you can remind yourself when you're going through this, like I said, of this, this season of being hid, right? And you're gonna... um appreciate being being hid when you are finally going to the place where God sends you and you and you witness the pressure you'll be like oh God you made me for this right listen because sometimes it surely feels like all right now God right you like all right all right Jesus <laughs> and you know what the enemy wants you to stay there right he wants you to and then that's in that space if you let him He'll start saying, well, God forgot about you, right? You're going down the wrong path. You did something wrong, right? You know, he forgot all about you. You forfeited. Somewhere down the line, you forfeited this promise. You for It ain't going to happen. Remember what you did the other day? Remember what you did last week? <laughs> Remember what you did last month? And then you're going to just start condemning yourself, right? Taking yourself out of the path and... And you're going to stop doing the work, right, that you need to do. Because faith without works is dead. You still got to work. You you could believe it. You can see it. But if you're not putting your hands to something, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's good as not being done. And I think that have a stable, strong relationship with God helps you through all of it. That's it. And it's all about relationship. Like I said, even though I have moments, and you have to know that you're not going to not have moments in God. That's why I'm transparent with y'all because some of y'all, you know, are people that know me or look at me as that strong person full of wisdom. Oh, she know God. She pray. 
But there are, you know, as we all do, there are points in weakness, right? Where you question, you know, God, where you are not sure, <laughs> you know, about some things. And it's it's perfectly normal, right? But don't stay there. Like I said, moments and this too shall pass. That's another thing that I say. I'm like, anything that I feel, I'm like, and this too shall pass. And I'll pray it through, you know, or I, I, I'll worship through it. Like, it's it's like a, a release. Like, I'm handing this over to you because this is too much for me to handle. And I'm not about to be sitting here thinking about it, right? So, like I said, when I thought about, you know, the, the waiting and the being hidden, like I said, talked about David and you talk about Esther, right? Um, they had to be hidden until their appointed time. And we know Esther. You know, she had to be brought out in a time where it was suitable for her and in a position where she had to help her help the, the Jews. Right. Because she's Jewish. She had to help the bloodline. She had to help them. So God had to hide her till it was time for her to come up. And what brought her out? Now, this is interesting. What brought her out was another pressure point. Right. And, and I was reading and doing research. And that's what it said about the diamonds is that i know i wrote it down hold on guys um okay here we go um like the diamonds you know like i said told you guys that the gems are formed under heat and pressure deep inside the earth so how the diamonds are being brought up is that it's brought up to the surface by explosions of molten rock so as it's being buried, there has to be another force and pressure to bring it out. That's crazy, right? So your appointed time of when it's time for you to be exposed or hidden, you know, out of that hidden place, out of that development place, is that it's going to be something that's going to force you out of hiding. It's going to be, you know, like I said, that, um, and I, I tell you guys this all the time, that the world is getting darker. And those that carry the light of God, it's going to be their time. But you have to think about what that looks like. Chaos in the world. Turmoil in the world. And then God's like, okay, come out of your hiding spot. And you like, now you want me to come out <laughs> in this mess. Yeah. You carry the light of God, right? You carry the light of God. He wants to bring you out in that darkness. And like I said, it's going to be when you're hidden in that space, it's going to be another force that pushes you out. And it's not going to be a desirable spot. You'll probably feel even more uncomfortable, more, un <laughs> more uncomfortable. Like I talked about Esther, right? She's hidden queen. And if you really just look at the context in the, of the, of the book, that's not really a, a, a desirable space <laughs> to be queen you got responsibilities but i'll testify that later you got responsibilities to make right you got things you have to do and um let's see there's a question why does god hide you you know i think we kind of pretty much summed it up but why does god hide you and someone did mention you know you're and it means that you're not off course like I said, you're not behind. It's a time of preparation, a time of training. You're being incubated. If you think about a baby, 
think about a newborn baby or, you know, it's that time of incubation before you're, they're actually set to go out into the world, right? Come on, being forced out of hiding is currently where I'm at at life. Yes. You're, when you, uh, hey, that pressure, you go be like, can I hide for a little bit more? But at first, you were impatient asking God to stop hiding you. <laughs> now you don't want to come out because now you got now you'll see the purpose of why he had to develop you the way you had to develop develop you. And when you're looking at it, you're going to be like, I don't know if I can do this. And he's like, that's what I've been preparing you for all this time. I felt that. I felt, I just felt that. I don't even know what that was. I felt that a lot of you are going to come into the reason why you were hidden. If you feel like, you know, like I said, you feeling invisible, you're feeling like, God, this process is taking too long. You know, it's going to be only so long that he's going to push you out. And then you're going to be like, okay, well, maybe I should have embraced that, that place a little longer. I should have come to the reason and an idea of what it, wrap my mind around it. Why? Right. So again, like I said, why does God hide you? You know, it doesn't mean you're off course. Doesn't mean you're behind. Cause sometimes, you know, I'll do that to myself where I'm like, I'm like, am I behind? And somebody always comes to me with the word that says like, you're not behind, you're on schedule. But it's like, when you feel like you're stagnant, it's like, I, I got to be behind. Like, no, you're on you're on schedule. You're on schedule in your process. Nobody likes to be processed, right? So you're in your time of training and incubation and preparation. That's what that hidden space is, right? Um, and God is getting you ready for what is in store. And what's in store may require more than we can fathom in the natural. Sometimes we don't know what we're asking for when we're telling God to stop hiding us. Stop coming out of hiding. We, you don't know what you're asking for, right? You know, he's developing for something that we can't, we can't process right now. But when we encounter it, we might be like, oh, oh, I know how to do that. Oh, I know how to navigate this, right? And and, and he's, so, he's so God that he incubates that process where it's, um, without like such um, like people, right? People being around, people giving their opinions because how many of you know that sometimes other people's opinion can get you off course, right? The danger I would tell anyone who is in this isolation stage is not to get comfortable while God hides and develops you because it's easy. It's so easy to just hide and get comfortable. And that's where I was teeter-tottering like, I would be in a place where I would be so comfortable. Like, I'm glad I'm in my cut. I'm in my spot. You know where I'm doing my thing. I'm navigating it really well. And then, like I said, just recently, I'm just like, well, God, okay. What, some got to move and shake, right? Like, I've been putting in the work. I've been building. I've been putting these bricks down. I've been laying these bricks. What is going on? Right, like I'm seeing it, you know, I'm laying the bricks down. <laughs> so I'm like, Lord, what happens when that hiding feels like solitude and you don't want to come out anymore? That's a good question. I'm answering it. Yeah, gotta be careful. People's opinions getting you off track. Yeah, because people's opinions could tear you down. 
Let's answer Clyde's question. What happens when that hiding feels like solitude? You don't want to come out anymore. Um, I would say that's like the 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 enemy. What do I do when I'm in? Because I, I mean, I kind of am still in that space. I think you have to address that. For me, I've pinpointed that that's a point of fear, right? Like a fear of the unknown. And, you know, God, God likes to move you, especially if you're carrying something. Like I said, you're that gem. He's going to put you in positions where people can see you, you know, have access to you in a way. So you have to think about it. You know, like I said, I, I would be in a space of fear because I may not feel like I can, I guess, handle some things. But at the same time, I want to get out. It's so weird. You know, you guys know I often I talk about the butterfly in the cocoon. You know, the caterpillar goes in. He's already so comfortable in his own world. He goes in this cocoon, has no idea what's going on. Imagine you coming out, you being this different thing. Now you can fly. Now you can do different things. You were once ground, you know, just this ground animal. Now you can navigate the air. You haven't did it before but you're forced to. So, you know, it gets a little uncomfortable. You don't want to do that. So I can imagine, you know, like I said, a caterpillar just sitting there for a while thinking I'm supposed to be crawling on the ground, but I got these wings. I don't even know what to do with it, but naturally I know what to do because I was in this hiding space. If that makes any sense. So I think it's just kind of scary. You know, I think that's that solitude is, is, is done out of fear, but, um, I even wrote here, though, to learn uh, to enjoy enjoy times of obscurity or solitude. So I guess that goes into you can enjoy, enjoy it for what it is, but just know that it's not permanent. Right. Just know. So for you guys that want to come out and just be like, you know, God, how long I'm going to be in the space? You know, uh, Ecclesiastes talks about times and seasons. Right. You're not going to be hidden forever. You're not going to be feeling this way forever, right? You know, so enjoy that obscurity and solitude, that space that he allows you to be in. And just, you know, that's a time to get to know him more, you know, to, to get tucked away in him more. You know, Paul always talks about just how wonderful it is to be in the presence of God, right? So then here's another scripture. Oh, no, before I get to that, you know, um... Being hidden, you know, could be for your good. And it is, ugh, I can't read my own handwriting. Uh, it could be for your good and it is for your good because sometimes being hidden could keep you from evil and evil people. So it's not just about developing, but people don't have, sometimes we're not ready for people's wrong intentions for our life. We don't know how to fight that off. We don't know how to use the word no, right? We don't know how to discern when somebody is, is plotting against us or doing something to us or have these ill intentions towards us. You know, some of us need to be hid in, in, in that presence of God till our discernment is better. We're not ready to come out because we don't know the evil that lurks around us, right? We don't know how to not be in evil situations that could 
mess us up, right? So sometimes we need to be hit to sharpen our discernment. You know, that's what makes you a, a, a gem. <laughs> you know, somebody, if you got discernment, you got all of these attributes and fruits of the spirit, That's the, it takes development to have the fruit of the spirit, right? That takes time to develop. You don't just get the Holy Ghost and you automatically know what to do. That takes cultivation. That takes being processed and being in certain situations. And that takes you making mistakes, right? That takes you learning. That takes you repenting sometimes, you know, that you have to turn away from some things because your, your flesh is so used to a thing, right? So that's not automatic, you know, so to be hid is to sharpen your discernment. Some people just trying to get out there and do whatever and discernment ain't worth a lick. Can't discern nothing. And if you feel like you are discerning, you're discerning out of your hurt and your emotions. And that's not discernment, right? Yeah, got to be careful people's opinions, getting you off track as the sayings goes. Don't rush the process, right? It's for a reason. I would rather somebody do a slow work. Uh, and I'm going to use my best friend as an example. He has his bathroom do, uh, done. Yes, it does. <laughs> he, he just got his bathroom done. And he was talking about the process. Like he has to wait for the tile to dry and, you know, all of this things he has to, to wait on. Right. And the thing was, I said, oh, I thought your bathroom was going to be done today. And he said, well, I would rather they I, I take their time. Like, I, I don't want them to do a rush job. I said, that's good. See, what we don't want God to do. Or what we don't shouldn't want to happen is for God to do a rush job. Because then what we're going to do is if we feel like he's done a rush job, we're going to try to charge God foolishly. Right? Oh, my goodness. God, you did this too early. Why didn't you prepare me for this? Like, I tried to prepare you for this, but you just, just jumped out. I jumped out the process. You jumped out there yourself. And sometimes we, we will do that. We'll jump out somewhere faster than we're supposed to. And then we want to get mad at God. And God said, I, I didn't tell you to jump out there anyway. You did that. I gave you will, free will. You went out there and, and, and got out of your, your developmental space, right? You, you, you're not the approximate size and quality of the jewel that I want you to be at. You better get back in that ground. Get back in that ground, right? <laughs> so I have this other scripture. It's Mark 4, 22 and 23. For there is nothing hidden which will not be revealed, nor has anything been kept secret, but that it should come to light. If anyone has ears to hear, let them hear. So what I got from this is that, you know, of course, in context, you know, if you carry the gospel in the light of Christ, you won't be hidden for long. And that's the whole point of God doing anything with you. It's that he wants the gospel to be so real for you that when he brings you out of that hidden space, you're going to preach to people out of your, and I'm not talking about in a traditional sense because we're all called to minister, right? You're going to preach to people in a sense through your lifestyle, preach to people in what he's called you to do in businesses and everything. He wants you to be so ironclad 
that he can put you anywhere and you're going to represent him well. That's why you're hidden. Not because he's punishing you or that you're not, uh, you know, he doesn't want you to have good things because anything that God does isn't because it's just to make you rich or uh, have money or material. It's that you will represent him so well anywhere you go. And that's the whole point. Sometimes we get lost in the sauce and thinking it's about, well, God, I just want a house. I just want a car. It's deeper than that. It's deeper. He wants to have such a, wants you to be such a gem, such a jewel. Like I said, he could put you anywhere and you and, and people will see you shining, shining his light, right? I told y'all all roads lead to Jesus. <laughs> in this podcast all roads lead to jesus he wants to make sure anywhere he puts you people can recognize you people can spot you people know hey i know you've been with jesus i know i know and i'm gonna tell you it's it 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 may happen to some of you and i hope it does i will go into stores you know it happened to me a couple times going to stores where people literally will stop and turn to look at me and I'm like, do I got something on my face? You know, and I remember one time I came after church and I didn't have my collar on and I had a coat, you know, like I, I, you know, just had it buttoned up and everything. I didn't have the collar on, but, you know, I still had black on or whatever. And I came in a grocery store and it's like people turned and I had to look. I'm like, do I got a co- the collar on? What was going <laughs> What is going on? And it happened a couple times. And it's just like, that's how God wants to set you up. They, he, he wants you to be out in the world where no one is mistaking that you're his. And you don't have to open your mouth. Right? I'm telling you. That's why you're hid. And that desire to want to be more like him should be there. You have to bring it back into perspective. If you're tired of where you're at or where he has you at, Like I said, take that perspective. God, I know you're developing me to look and to act more like you, right? So, um, so I want to address, you know, like some of us might be feeling anxious, you know, for, uh, you know, that we have to wait or, you know, we're just in that part. Don't be anxious. You know, God always said, but be be anxious for nothing. (laughs) <laughs> be anxious for nothing just know that this is the process of god and just take him with you right you know don't be a lone wolf by yourself take him with you he'll tell you what's going on he'll explain to you what's going on right when you seek him so you know i just wanted to end with this i told you guys i'm probably gonna be on for the whole hour but um you know, take this into thought that, you know, you may be a bigger gem than you realize. Sometimes we don't know our potential. We don't know, you know, exactly what God has for us, what God has in store for our lives, right? And so you may be this this big gem that he wants you to stay hid because he wants to make sure he wants every piece to work together because you, you guys know how i said how it's developed with the minerals all of this he wants to lump together to make like this big jewel 
right? But it, you need to be hit, right, for development. And uh, let me read what I said. You may be bigger. You may be a bigger gym than you realize that require more time to be developed than most. So it's dangerous to compare your process to somebody else's, right? God determines how big he wants his jewels. You're still a, a valuable gem, but there's some, it just takes more because he wants them to be bigger for whatever reason. And it's not by, by works or what anybody has done. <laughs> it's just that that's his will. That's his plan, right? So don't compare. That's the most dangerous thing. Don't compare somebody's coming out to your hidden place. And I think that makes us anxious sometimes. You know, you'll be like, well, somebody will say, well, this is the season for this and that. You'll see everybody else going that direction, but it's not the season for you to come out, right? To be seen, to your work, to go to these different places that he said you would go. He didn't lie, right? He didn't lie. We just have to heed to the process, all right? <laughs> So that's all that I have. I pray that you guys were blessed um, that you took this, right? Because I think a lot of us are in that season. You know, a lot of us are maybe beating up on ourselves that, you know, it's the end of the year and we still haven't been in the place that we may have declared that we would be in. But was that actually God's timing or was that our plan? Was that something that we wanted to happen? Did we consult with God where, where he wanted us to be at the end of the year, right? Or where he wanted us to be, the, uh, you know, for 2023. And that's usually where it comes out about this time, right? It's, you know, New Year's in a couple day, days. It's about to be 2024. And some of us may wallow in regret, wallow in chances that you might have missed to do something or uh getting getting down on yourself about procrastinating on some things right but you just have to let you know consult with god partner with god in that you know don't condemn yourself don't throw yourself under a bus just get to that that intimate place with god and he'll explain things to you right and like i said all of it works together all right <laughs> so i thank you guys for tuning in you guys know i have to um offer Christ to people, right? Because like I said, if I'm out here talking about Jesus and don't offer him to nobody, what am I doing, right? <laughs> so this is Romans 10 and 9, that if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved for it is with your heart that you believe and are justified and it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. This is a heart thing. Right. And you guys know I'll keep on saying that this is a hard thing. This is the, isn't something that you just say. This is something that you believe. Right. That God raised Jesus from the dead. He gave his only begotten son. He was raised on the third day. Right. He died for our sins. He died for us. Right. So, you know, and I say it sounds weird, but it's true. You know, we're blood bought. Right. A sacrifice had to be made for us to have the grace and mercy that is allotted to us, not just to be taken for granted, but that we're able to have. And we make these mistakes because our flesh and is forgiven, right? When we, when we go to him, we repent. Um, 
So you just say this, like I said, Romans 10 and 9, that's the plan of salvation. That's all you have to do. You don't have to wait on a Sunday morning. You don't have to wait to step in the church building. You can receive him as you are listening to my voice. And like I said, I just can't wait to the day where God shows me the real, where people got saved and I don't even know them. <laughs> I don't know, right? So um, that is it. I pray that you guys have a great, awesome new year. Um, be safe, right? Be safe. Please don't go out there doing some crazy stuff. All right. Be, be safe. And I will see you guys next year. I'm so excited. Next year is going to be good, y'all. Next year is going to be amazing. All right.